Hello and welcome to the obligatory Keystone Crossover Show. I'm Jim Galante along with Chris Buccanani. This is a combination of the obligatory Penn State podcast and the Keystone Sports Network. This is where we take a look at a couple different aspects of the Penn State football world that we may not have gotten to in our respective podcasts. Before we go any further, first of all, Chris, great to see you again. Why don't you let our listeners know where they can find everything that they can find with obligatory Penn State podcast. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be here with you, Jim. So again, the obligatory PSU pregame show, you can find it on your TV set, getting you ready for Penn State football weekend, Friday nights and Saturday mornings, depending on where you are and where you're watching. You can find all that information at obligatorypsu.com or follow our social accounts at obligatorypsu. Same handle for Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram when the latter two are actually working. And the Obligatory (laughs) PSU podcast, very easy to find basically wherever you get your podcasts. Just start typing in obligatory into the search bar and you'll find it. All right. And for Keystone Sports, you could go to keystonesportsnetwork.com. Go anywhere you get your podcast. Although on a separate issue, we did have a little bit of an issue with with uh, iTunes last week, but everything is straightened out there. Spotify, SoundCloud, and especially if you want to know where to get all the stuff, the best place, download our app, Keystone Sports. The great thing about that is not only do you get all of our stuff, you could get to Chris's stuff you could get to for the bloggy which has some great videos that chris and i often talk about so download the app keystone sports for that so chris this is another great week for penn state football they're coming off a big win 24 nothing saturday night over indiana going into a top five matchup with Iowa. And we were talking prior to the show, what a great season this is. So many big games, one after another. As soon as Indiana's done, we're already looking forward to Iowa. But you brought up a good point. Maybe it's time for us to take a step back just for a second and appreciate what's going on, what it is we're watching, and specifically what we have going on with Sean Clifford and Jahan Dotson. It's really becoming a pretty special, in Penn State football history, a very special combination. Yeah, so it's no secret, I don't think, Jim, to say that many Penn State fans, and I'll count myself among them, were somewhat frustrated with the offensive miscues in the first half last week. I think in a night game in Beaver Stadium, everybody was expecting us to come out and really open it up against Indiana because everybody was out for revenge, right? And so when you saw some misreads and some misthrows and some miscues, it was very easy to just get grumpy about what wasn't happening and what you weren't getting. And Again, credit to the Indiana defense. Uh, Brandon Noble talked about it when we were filming the show for this week. IU's got a good D. And as I was sitting in Beaver Stadium in the first half, I found myself getting a little cranky about all of that. And we got to halftime, and I thought to myself, you know what, man? Like, stop being such a jerk. Like, why don't you appreciate what you have instead of worrying about what you don't have? And right now, that's your football team leading. That's a goose egg up on the score for the Hoosiers. Great defensive play. And what has really been a special season so far and what is setting up to be very entertaining and fun down the stretch. And that continues this week with this top five matchup. And they announced over the stadium PA 
when Jahan Dotson got his 18th touchdown catch from uh, Sean Clifford, 19th of his career, that those two had surpassed Todd Blackledge and Kenny Jackson as the all-time passing touchdown combo in Penn State history. And that got me thinking about the other names on those lists. And it got me thinking, Jim, about how fortunate we are not just to have this team, but to, to have watched so many great players in the blue and white. And I want to appreciate that right now there are two more guys who are going to be added to that list. We are going to be thinking back and, and telling our friends and family about watching games on TV or from the stands in Beaver Stadium and seeing Sean Clifford and Jahan Dotson play. And so just to give everybody a little bit of perspective about where these guys sit amongst the very best to have ever suited up for the Nittany Lions. Sean Clifford's now fifth all-time in career passing yards and one of only five Nittany Lions signal callers to eclipse 6,000 career passing yards. So he sits on that list behind only the great Trace McSorley, Christian Hackenberg, Zach Mills, and Matt McGloin with a few more of those guys' career totals in his sights before the season ends, realistically achievable. And he's second in career passing touchdowns behind Trace. And he also appears in the top 10 on the single season and single game leaders lists in both those categories. And of course, he also has the record for the longest touchdown pass for a 95-yard strike to Daniel George in garbage time against Kent State back in 2018. Jahan Dotson currently ranks in the program's top 10 for receptions, where he's 10th, receiving yards, where he's number seven, and receiving touchdowns, where he's fourth. And he owns a school record for consecutive games with a touchdown catch. And while the great Bobby Engram's numbers for career yardage and scores are probably untouchable, there's still a lot of room for Jahan to climb the ranks before the season's over. 35 more catches would vault him up to fifth all-time on the receptions list, and that would put him past Mike Kosicki, Derek Moy, Chris Godwin, Jordan Norwood, and Derek Williams. Some of the best to ever do it for Penn State. A further 364 receiving yards until the season's over. We'll see him finish fourth in career receiving yardage, and that's up from seventh place now, as I said, and that passes Moy, Godwin, and Allen Robinson, another one of the all-time greats. And eight more touchdown catches would put him from fourth to second in the school record books, jumping Deion Butler, one of my favorites, and Kenny Jackson, and again, behind only the peerless Bobby Ingram, who, for my money, is the very best receiver in Penn State history. But I'll tell you what, Jim, when I watch... The chemistry between Clifford and Dotson. And I see the hands that Jahan brings week in and week out and some of the stuff he pulls down. It reminds me a lot of number 10 in the heyday of the Kerry Collins and Wally Richardson days when Bobby was just lighting the you know record books on fire. A lot of people don't uh, remember that he was the, actually the inaugural winner of the Boletnikoff Award back in 1994 when Penn State had that high-powered offense. So to even be mentioned in the same sentence with Bobby Engram, to me, that puts Jahan in the elite of the elite at Penn State. And I want to appreciate these guys and at the same time look back and think, man, how lucky have we been for so long to see so many great players in blue and white? Well, it was fun listening to you go through those lists and those names, and you forget just how many great Penn State receivers 
there have been. You know, we always think of the Penn State running backs. We don't think about the receivers, and there have been so many good ones. And some of them more recently, people like Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin, and we're seeing how good they are by how they're playing on Sundays. But one of the things, right. it, in bringing up this topic, though, about Dotson and, and Sean Clifford, in many different ways, though, I think both of them are a little bit underappreciated. I'm not sure people realized just how good Jahan Dotson is. Now Penn State's playing so many prime time games. I think the, the, the nation is beginning to learn what we already knew. The guy is he's special. We were doing a show, I don't know if it was earlier this week or last week, with, uh, with Dustin Hawkinsmith. And he was talking about this great catch the Hudson Dotson made at the back of the end zone, and my answer was, "Well, which one are you talking about?" <laughs> and to go along with my example of being grumpy in the first half, and then reminding myself to get over myself and just enjoy the second half, it's just sort of consistent with my entire message of this season, which is gratitude and appreciation for what we're experiencing and what we've gotten to experience and how great it is to be a Nittany Lion and how great it is to spend some time in Happy Valley. And I think I've really gained new perspective on that after everything we went through in the last year. And so another thing I want to appreciate with these two is the journey they have taken to get where they're at so far this season. When you think about all the adversity that Sean Clifford had to push through last year on his third offensive coordinator, his third quarterback coach, and, you know, having to connect with that guy over Zoom, and then the season get, gets canceled, and then it's back on again, and, you know, he doesn't throw to Parker Washington for the first time until two weeks before kickoff, and then the season doesn't start out well, and then he gets benched. And there's that inflection point, and we're waiting to see what is this guy who has already led this team to 11 wins and been the guy going to do when he has to sit on the bench and watch another player start in his stead. And he never moped. He never stood alone on the sidelines. He was engaged. He was energetic. He was supportive. And he bounced back. I mean, that's a great story to me. And same thing, man. I remember all the way back to Jahan's freshman year when he was buried on the depth chart behind one one of these many other great receivers we've been lucky enough to see here over the last decade, as you mentioned. And even then, the thing that stood out to me was when he caught a ball, it seemed like it was always for a first down conversion. I remember even saying, like, all Jahan Dotson does is catch first down conversions. So he was a bit player who made small but critical contributions as a youngster. And then he has just methodically grown into, you saw this past week, Mel Kuyper, if you're into that sort of thing, has him as his best receiving prospect headed into the draft next April. So uh, really, I mean, we're seeing just an impressive performance from these two guys that I think is absolutely going to rank among some of the very best and and most fondly remembered for Penn State football fans. And really, two players who, in terms of their on-field performance and off-field leadership and everything they've brought to this program, are exactly why you love college football so much. So as we get ready to see the Nittany Lions take on Iowa this weekend, a top-five matchup, just think about the guys who are making it possible and, and, you know, step back and have some gratitude for it. That's my message for this week. And, And... It's a great message, and I'll give you 
two quick points on one for me for each of these guys. The thing with Dotson, and he does make the great catches, but have you ever been so confident in a guy as your punt returner? He will catch the ball no matter what. And I remember there were years. That's I, I got concerned every time Penn State was getting ready to receive a punt. Uh-oh, j- please just catch the ball. I don't even <laughs> worry about that now. I just cons- Now, I may be jinxing the kid, but he, he's automatic. And I really appreciate that from him. And the point on Sean Clifford, what I really liked about this Indiana game, I don't believe that was one of his best games. Uh, he made the mistake with the interception. He also missed some people. But he still found ways to make big plays. And it was often a couple times out of the pocket. There's a question he put uh, the defender in a quandary. Okay, do you come up to uh, Clifford, who's a threat to run, or do you back off? And he throws a touchdown pass. And the other thing is just that threat to run the ball when everything else falls apart. And he's more judicious, I believe, this year and when he's running. But he didn't have a great game, but he did the things that winning players do. So those are the little things that these guys do beyond just the great things that they do. Yeah, agreed. I will echo your point on his patience and keeping his eyes downfield and and the maturation he's shown bringing to the position this year. And just one other note on Dotson, because you mentioned his punt return abilities. You know, O.J. McDuffie is another name who is up there on those lists he's a part of now, and he kind of reminds you of that total picture player that OJ brought both dynamic as a receiver and as a punt returner the other thing I love about the guy is how fun is he to watch I mean he's making these circus catches he's always a hard worker he's 100% on every play and they've even got him throwing passes right so that's another thing that I think is just an ingredient that we ought to step back and appreciate is that he's just a fun player to root for even like the the little smirk he had in the post game camera they had in the tunnel where everybody else was jumping and screaming and yelling and he just stops pauses at the camera smirks a little bit waves and walks off just a lot of personality on this team they clearly love each other they are enjoying this season and I'm you know I'm enjoying watching them so no matter what is happening from quarter to quarter on Saturday I am really going to force myself to step back and say this is all part of the journey and however it goes we just got to roll with the punches and and, and find the silver lining no matter what definitely great advice chris okay that is it for the show we'll be back again next week with more of the obligatory keystone crossover show go state beat iowa beat them six and oh We're excited to be partnering with the team at Keystone Sports, more folks who love the Nittany Lions like we do. You can hear the Keystone Kickoff Show three times a week on the airwaves across Pennsylvania. Go to KeystoneSportsNetwork.com for a list of radio stations and more, or listen whenever you want by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. But your best bet is to download the Keystone Sports app, available in the App Store and Google Play.